Listening Dog Media. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it's somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. Hello and welcome to Seaman Says just a few days before the World Cup starts. How are we feeling, guys? Well... Starting, David, to get excited. I am starting now. I think we needed that last round of Premier League matches to be done. And ordinarily, I have to confess, I would be thinking about this six months prior and be getting really excited about it. It is literally the last few days. I've seen colleagues taking their flights over to Qatar to cover the, the tournament. That's got me excited, just knowing it's it's on Sunday. But we haven't had as much of a run up to it, have we, as usual? No, it just it, it feels like it's getting started now. But then, like you said, normally there's like a massive run up to it. But this is like so quick, you know. And, and like you said, when, once the, the Premier League games were over, then it was like, right, focus on the World Cup. Um, but how scary was it when, <laughs> what about Madison? You know, when he, oh, he scored yeah. the goal and then all of a sudden he just went down. I was like, no. You know, like not him, you know, he's only just got in and now, you know, so hopefully that's just a little niggle. He was smiling afterwards and then Brendan Rogers um, came out in his post-match and said he's absolutely fine. So I don't think we need to read too much into that. So it's a good job Leicester won though, because if he's gone mm-hmm. off with a little niggle and if they'd got beat, there would be questions asked, wouldn't they, surely? <laughs> 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 Yeah, but it's, yeah, I'm, I'm like so looking forward to it. You know, I know there's all sorts going on before, but it's a World Cup and it's 
it's time to get excited. And as an England fan now, you know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to get started. I feel like the the first game against Iran, I don't know whether I'm getting a little bit complacent, but I'm thinking that that's like a guaranteed win. David Seaman and Lindsay Hooper. This is Seaman Says. Right, guys. So we, we made our like mini predictions last week, but like going into the tournament... Let's start predicting. Should we do it group by group then? Will that make life easier? Mm-hmm. So if we go group A, which yeah. team's finishing top and which team is finishing second? Right. So we've got Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal and the Netherlands. I've got the Netherlands, Netherlands and Senegal. Top. I've got Senegal top, actually. Really? But I've got those two. Mm. But we can collectively, let's do it as a team. You think the Netherlands top? Okay, fine. Yeah. And yep. then Senegal second. Cool. Group B. Yep. Yeah. So who are you going to go for? I think England top, but who do you think is going to be second? I went USA, but... No, I'd go Wales. I'd go Wales. I think I'd be inclined okay. to go Wales as well. Cool. Ar- Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland. Argentina. Argentina top. Oh, Poland or Mex- Mexico or Me- Poland. I'd say Mexico. Yeah. Lewandowski. It's only can't one man, it, Can't win it with one player. <laughs> <laughs> Group D, France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. So I've got France and Denmark. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I'm happy so with that. Yeah. Group E, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. Spain and Germany. Oh, Spain or Germany. Yeah. I'd we- say Spain one, Germany two. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, how can David De Gea not be in the World Cup? Mm. It, it, it's crazy. What? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Group F, Belgium, Canada, Morocco, Croatia. Belgium and Croatia. Belgium. Pretty, yeah. yeah. And Croatia. Yeah. Uh, group G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Switzerland, Cameroon. Yeah. Brazil. It's Brazil and Serbia, um, probably, isn't it? <laughs> May, well, yeah. are we? Our Switzerland were good in the Euro. Well, that's why yeah, I'm wondering. I, Switzerland, I'd go. I'd go Switzerland. Okay. Mm. Last group, Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea. Yeah, we got Ghana, oh. Uruguay, South Korea and Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Portugal and... I think Uruguay will get finish above them. Yeah, I'll okay. go with that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, first up, Holland versus Wales. This is in the next... So, it works out the ne- the knockouts. Yes, this is the next round. Yeah, so Holland. Argentina versus Denmark. Denmark. Oh, tough one, that. I'm going to go Denmark. Go on, Lins. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go Denmark. Are they going to completely that. mess up Messi's uh, <laughs> World Cup? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because apparently he, he, he overtakes me as in played like most games. Yeah, as in career do. games. Yeah, He's going to overtake you in three games, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he is going to go back to Paris, so I wouldn't be holding on to that oh, record too tightly, David. <laughs> 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 they don't count. <laughs> They're non competitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Spain versus Croatia. Spain. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say Spain. Brazil, Uruguay. Brazil. 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 
I'll let you lot say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lindsay Hooper derby, England versus Senegal. Don't even think about saying that other team. <laughs> no, I'll go, so England, I'll go right. England. England, England, right. France versus Mexico. France. France. Uh, this is a good one. Belgium, Germany. Ooh. Oh, you'd probably put it on I'm gonna Germany. Belgium. Pippet. Oh, oh, really? We're going Belgium, are we? Belgium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And final one, Portugal, Switzerland. Wolves. Portugal. Wolves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, quarterfinals. Holland versus Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, I'm going to go mm-hmm. with that, Linz. Yeah. yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. Spain versus Brazil. Brazil. But that is going to be so yeah. tough. But Brazil. Yeah. yeah. So is this next one. England it- versus France. France. Oh, I'm not saying that. <laughs> we're not Adam. having France beating England England <laughs> on this podcast I think England just get get a, a straight road through okay okay yeah. well let's go exactly. England then yeah England I think might so might even win on penalties <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> yeah moving on <laughs> Belgium versus Portugal Belgium <sighs> Belgium, I think. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Belgium are my dark horse. So. Yeah. Okay, so our semi finalists are Denmark versus Brazil and England versus Belgium. Oh, man. I... Brazil Belgium final. So we're Brazil Belgium England, final. Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is, if we get England versus Brazil in the final, that bloody Ronaldinho goal is going to be played so many times. <laughs> 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 it really it will, will be. Well. It really will be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Are you going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place then, David? Are you going to either go on holiday somewhere and avoid it or stick with England for it? I think, yeah, I think you've got to take one like, for the yeah, team here. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's lucky, like, it's going to be Brazil England final, doesn't it? So is that what we're doing? Is that what we're going I'd for? That, I'd, I'd take all that, that reruns. Yeah. And then it's revenge time. Come on, yes. lads. <laughs> <laughs> this time we beat okay, them. So we're going England to win the final. I'm In not. Penalties. Yeah, well, I am. Are you not? Yeah, no. yeah I know. But I, I think this is skewed a little bit, but we'll, uh, we'll stick with it. <laughs> yeah. The realistic one would like, probably be Belgium, Brazil. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. could be France. I mean, the, the fact we're getting past France, I think yeah. it's a more yeah. optimistic. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, especially with their I mean, uh, with their front line. Jeez. As soon as we get to those quarterfinals, they look incredible games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, how many? There's like so. I had a little look up of like potential golden booters, and like when you look at the names, you're like, Poof. so I've got Kane, Mbappe, Benzema, Ronaldo, Messi, Lukaku, Neymar. So let's rule Ronaldo out. <laughs> I think it's between Neymar and Mbappe. I, well, I think it's actually three-way, depending on whether England can get past the quarterfinals. I think it's either mm. Mbappe, Kane yeah. or Neymar. I, I will go with Neymar because he takes throw-ins, free kicks, corners. He's going to score from a throw-in. <laughs> He's on everything. he would be trying. <laughs> Um, yeah i don't know whether i want him to but yeah um i 
I know. Yeah, I don't. I want Kane to win it, but... Well, you're saying Neymar. I'll go Mbappe then. Because I think I think in that group, okay. France have got a really nice group. And I think that they could yeah. have a couple of hat-tricks or something, or certainly a couple of braces in there for somebody. Right. So let's go Mbappe. Surprise team. My surprise team is either Denmark or Senegal. Do you know what? I've got a little feeling about Wales as well. I think no. Wales could do all that, you know. I don't yeah. think. Do you really I'd, think I'd so? With uh, like Bale and Ramsey. I'm with you, Lindsay. Like, I don't they, think they will. Oft, I I think they're past yeah. it now. But they get that like they get that team spirit. Going, good don't team, they? Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, good team. Yeah, but Denmark do that with actual better talent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you are not welcome Straight past the border. Point. Don't go right to the M4 lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do it to us enough, don't they? Don't want England ever to do well. Yeah, exactly. I've yeah. got behind them before, but I don't think that they're equipped for it this time. So, so you go for Denmark then, Lind. Denmark or Senegal would be my surprise team. But I think Denmark will go further. But I think Senegal could maybe make the quarters. Uh, Denmark. Denmark. How about a star performer for the whole tournament? I've got a real opinion on this. Mm. Someone who, who afterwards will make the front cover of FIFA, for instance. Go on then. Vinicius Jr. I think Vinicius Jr. for Brazil. He's already obviously incredible, but I think it's going to go to a new level. That's a good shout, Lindsay. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, like I was thinking of like Neymar, but although Mbappe, you go junior, I'll go Mbappe. Golden glove. Golden glove. Golden glove. Ah, going to go Courtois. Going to go Courtois. All right, so you're going to go Courtois. I'm, gonna I'm go going Courtois. to go. So, like, normally it's like a team that will that'll surprise you, and they'll have a lot to do. That's a good shout out, Lindsay Courtois. I'm going to go with Alison. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This is Seaman Says. Guys, there's also a massive story that's hit the headlines this week, um, just before the World Cup, and that's Ronaldo um, and his interview with Piers Morgan. Um, yet to see the full interview. It's because they divided it into two parts. It was that long. I <laughs> know. Uh, yeah, it could be a series. This, <laughs> couldn't it? <laughs> it's anything to do with Piers. Um, <laughs> in a way, I'm quite happy because it takes a lot of heat out of England. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't. For someone like him to come out like that, he must. Have, there must have been a lot of stuff going on that he doesn't like. And there's all you know. Even just from the little bits that we've seen, you know, he's had a go at the owners for turning the club into more of a marketing team rather than a, a football team. He's had a go at the ground and the training ground. I think he's even had a go at the chef, Annie. Mm. Yeah, we're still saying like the kitchen's not been updated or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, mm. so there's a, there's like a lot of stuff that he's not happy with. And 
I just without listening to all the interview, I just feel that you know it's it's just underlined the fact that he's for me he won't play for Man United again. You know, and he'll be gone in the in the transfer window in January. But as a professional, do you do that in the first place? Well, the way he's been treated, you know, the little bits that we've heard, you know, where he's, he was saying about his daughter was ill and they didn't believe him. That's why he took the time off. Um, mm. We're not getting a lot back from Man United, you know, and then the way that he was treated about the substitution, you know, has to go on for the last minute or whatever it was. And he said no and walked off. There's a, this, there's a lot going on between him and Ten Hag, I feel. Mm. Um, you know, more than what we see. You know, I think there's a big clash of personalities. Ten Hag's got a, a, an incredibly hard job anyway. And now he's got to deal with Ronaldo as well. It's one of those as well, isn't it? Where I don't know whether Callum, as a Man United fan, will have more of a reaction to it. But yes, I think Ronaldo's probably... What he's said means that he won't play for United again. But he might have affected some change at the club. He might actually get things to improve, even though he won't be there to see it. But he's not the only one that's moaned about it. You know, like even no, Gary Neville's been yeah. going on, hasn't he? You know, Gary's, Gary's been going on. It's not new stuff that's been coming out of this yeah. interview. The only stuff that's been new is the fact that he said he doesn't respect Ten Hag, yeah. which I think is the the final nail in the coffin. All the stuff about... Which we could all have guessed anyway. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the, the stuff about not being, um, like the stadium not being updated, the training facilities being um, old... That's not news. Everyone's kind of known that. That's why. So it's 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 all that sort of stuff. That's kind of yeah. It's he's not selling. He's not breaking any any stories by saying. Well, you say he's not breaking he, any yeah. stories, but does him saying it? Does him saying it make something happen? You know, you look at the women's game and Alex Morgan, who's the probably at that time was the biggest player who had been training with Spurs. She got the training facilities completely overturned because of her criticism. So mm. I wonder if it's because he's saying it. I know it's, it's been weird said though, before. Lindsay, isn't it? Because because it's going to be strange because it, you know for you know we've all said it. We we don't feel that he's going to play for United again. Mm. You know, mm. so he's he's said it and then he's going to go. So he's not going to get the benefit of it. If you, if you're in that changing room with him now, would you? What would you? What would your opinion be? I'd be fine with him. I'd be like you know because all the players can see it. You know, he's not he's not had a go at the players. You know, he's had a go at the owners the manager and the and the way that the ground is, you know, the way that Man United is at the moment where, you know, he, he said it, it's not like what it is and it's more of a marketing club than a football club. True. That's what it looks like. Um, so I'd be fine with it, you know, and I saw the clip when when uh, him and Fernandez met. It was like, you know, they shook hands and that, all right, they didn't hug, but, you know, we don't know what sort of friendship they had before that anyway. Yeah, you could read too you much know, into that person, like people you? Were, yeah. No, yeah. you couldn't, but people were trying to meet, you know, read into it. And I'm like, no, as a player, it doesn't bother you at all. Mm. You know, as long as he's not like attacking individual players, you know, or the team. He's not, he's not said anything about the team. All he's said about is the owners and the ground and the way that he's been treated himself. And, a, and a little dig at Gary Neville and Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> Which I quite enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> I love Wayne's reply. He's like, I'm not surprised, you know, yeah. whatever. He's like, no. <laughs> He's not bothered. He's not getting into that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, is it positive for Ronaldo? I don't know. I think it's, 
it's just edging towards being a little bit negative towards him. You know, because it's it's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's like one of the best players in the world. You don't want to tarnish that legacy, though, and do you, right at the end of your career when that's like the last thing that people might... And especially at United, you know, because he's got so much love for United. Mm. But he's like having a right dig, you know. And like you say, I just feel that it's, you know, we, we you won't see him in a, in a United shirt again, I don't think. Well, you say that, but this is the first time that he's now, I think he's admitted, hasn't he, that he was going to go to City. Mm. So is there that love? Um, so Thierry Henry, for instance, says that 10 years online, he's going to he's going to play at Barcelona, he comes back and goes, I'm going to Spurs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I think there'll always be that, that love for the club because of, of what he did. Yeah, both of them. Like when Thierry was at Arsenal, what he achieved, what Ronaldo achieved at uh, at United. There'll always be a, a love for that club, but you know, then it goes into the business side of a player. You know, do you go to Tottenham just to? Are you going there just to wind up your ex club, or are you going there to try and make a difference? David, if you're Pep, do you actually think you've dodged a bullet here with hindsight? Because not only has he acted in this way, whether you think that's favourable mm. or not, but it's kind of been proven that he he isn't the player that he was before, so he wouldn't have probably been able to do the things that Pep would have wanted in a City shirt. So if you're Pep, do you think, actually, thank, thank goodness it's, he didn't come here? Um, yeah, but then I think if he went to City, he would still be in the same sort of position where he's not starting games. But can you imagine him coming on into that team? So, like, for the last half hour or 20 minutes. Mm. I think we're ignoring That'd the fact that Alvarez, though, has been brilliant. Honest. So, I, I can't see him yeah. going... I can't see him going to City. No, I, I, I can't see him going now. But, you know, for me, he's, he's going to go back abroad. Um, you know, whether that be Portugal or Spain or Italy, I don't think he'll, he'll play Well, there's a big anymore. story today, isn't there, um, that David Beckham's into Miami want him at MLS. That. Yeah, but I'll be honest, there's, there's so many... I'm surprised David hasn't been connected to into Miami. <laughs> <laughs> there's that many. There's a story every day. I'll be straight there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> See what it says from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Seaman says, in conversation. This week, we're joined by a man who is one of the most recognisable faces on the Golf European Tour, Andrew Beef Johnson. Here's a taste of that chat. Beef, I wanted to ask you, your, your win in Spain, that's got to be the highlight so far. How did that feel? Oh, I mean, it, yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd been playing some good golf before that and um, I had a couple, I think a couple top tens before that I knew I was like playing well and um, going over to Valderrama looking at the golf course and like practice sort of didn't go as well as I'd hoped and I literally I said to my coach on the Wednesday I was like just give me one feeling or one thought now and then we'll start again on Thursday and the first day 
uh, yeah, to shoot four under, I mean, I was like stunned. I come off the golf course, I looked at my coach and kind of giggled and I was like, <laughs> didn't see that coming. <laughs> and it just kind of rolled on from there. The weather got really nasty for two days and like to hang in there and then, yeah, to get over the line uh, on, on Sunday around that golf course was, yeah, was brilliant. And again, it, you take it with you wherever you go, you know, you have their memories knowing that, yeah, you've won that tournament. Um, yeah, I just, I've got to get another one, man. I've been, yeah, trying yeah. to get another one, another one uh, ever since, which has been quite frustrating, to be honest. After you won that, you really like took off because like a lot of people loved your smile and the way that you played your golf. How was that? Because it, it just skyrocketed, didn't it? I had no idea like it was going to do that, you know, a silly nickname and they interview <laughs> you straight after you win. So my emotions are all over the place and they ask you, what do you, what, what do you want to do now? And I was like, I want to go and see my mates and get hammered. And <laughs> I At least you're honest. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was anything. I was just like, that was honest. That's all I wanted to do is go and celebrate. And it went crazy. That yeah. comment went crazy. And then when we went over <laughs> to the States for the US Open, like the amount of people shouting and stuff. And then what really ticked it off was the top 10 at the Open. That was, that was where, yeah, yeah, it just, it just went like crazy. I had no idea, no plan that was going to happen. I mean, I, I still think about it now. I think about it. It still sort of like baffles me how it's happened, you know? Yeah. No, but I think what what a lot of people love is 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 your smile about when you're playing as well, you know, because you you can you do that, can't you? You can actually interact with the crowd while you're still playing. Yeah, I always try and think like when you're hitting a shot, you're, you're concentrating on that yeah. that minute or thirty seconds. Do you like a big crowd around you? What do you think of the like the big tournament holes? It's almost like a football thing, isn't it? You've got all these like because it's quite a quiet sport and you've got to concentrate. But do you get off on the fact that there's a massive amount of people watching you? It sharpens your like attention and your focus. Especially, I think I always enjoy going and playing mm. Wentworth, being a home a home event. Um, the crowd is always packed there, and it is that buzz of when you're playing well and you've got that little extra bit of focus. I think of of constantly. It's hard sometimes. COVID was really weird. Playing with like no crowds, nothing um, mm. was really odd and like you could be in a good position on Saturday and you would tee it up and the starter would announce your name and it was just like oh my god am I playing around my home course here on a Tuesday afternoon it was just it was weird and you you need the crowd sport needs crowds it needs it you need to have that atmosphere I think the, the craziest hole I've ever played was Phoenix Open in America which is literally like the party uh, event. Yeah. Is that the it's, par three? Mate, it's a free for all. It's a free for all. And like, <laughs> it'll be the closest you'll get to a football atmosphere. Yeah. I yeah. would say. And that par three, the first day, my caddy said to me, the pin was all the way back left. And he was like, whatever you do, he was like, you've got to hit it in the middle of the green here. Don't go for the pin. So I got greedy. I missed it left. I got oh, booed. No. Yeah. I get booed. Everyone you booed. booed. You. Oh, yeah. You get booed, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I walked down there and as I looked and I looked at you got to chip it up this bank and I was like literally shaking. I was shitting my pants, honestly. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and as I walked over to my ball, someone shouted out the crowd, beef, you fat fuck. They were like that. <laughs> 
So I looked up and I was like, who the hell said that? And then I was like, oh my God. It's like, I can't get cute with this shit. I chipped it to like 20 foot. It was an awful shot. And they're like, beef, what the fuck was that? Da, da, da. And literally you're getting like heckled. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I hate this hole. I was like, dribble it down, knock my putt in and run off. Or like, or, like awful. I've never felt like, I've never had that golf atmosphere ever, ever. Yeah, it was like, how, did, how did you feel? Because obviously you've got to play that four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Coming back that's if you the, made the cut. Yeah. Coming back the next day, it was like, oh, so I just hit the green. And like, luckily I played it well the next few days. But it's so loud. It's it's like yeah. so loud. It's, it's but like do you think a, golf needs a little bit more of that? Because that will also shake off that slightly stuffier appeal that we were just talking about as well. Yeah, definitely. Or is that too much? That's like on the the other end of the spectrum and it's yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. think I could play in that atmosphere every week it was insane <laughs> it was like you get off the golf course and you just want to sit in quiet like that just like do you want anything no leave me alone it was like that. <laughs> we we have seen cricket adapt and have the big bash and you talk about that atmosphere on that hole do you think golf could do more or create a new version that would appeal to the younger markets yeah, definitely. I, I had my views and my ideas on um, the live stuff and I wish they'd work together and have the seasons running from January to August and then almost do like an IPL auction for the teams every year. And then it would go into a team format for two, three months. And every year, that means everyone can potentially get into these teams Everyone could be auctioned. People are going to make a lot of money. They're going to play every tour still. And I think it'd be amazing. And you'd have these big teams. And obviously, like, I think they're looking at it like Formula One and things like that, where teams get bought out. So you could have TaylorMade team or whatever it is, uh, Puma team. And imagine having, like, your captain and then them picking or auctioning the three players and then going into a team event and stuff like that. I think it'd be absolutely brilliant. Uh, I'd love something like that. Yeah, that's a great shout. Also, with the you know, like with the whole live thing and, and then the money that is you know, coming from that part of the world, why do you think it's sort of more accepted in football and, and Formula One and boxing, um, yet it doesn't seem to really be as accepted uh, in the in the golfing world? Yeah, it's it's strange. I think when it's like a a, a team, it seems to bypass it. But like what happened like with Gary Neville and being an in, individual, people seem to get attacked more as an individual for doing something than a team. That's what uh, I've seen. And like the box boxing goes, matchroom go down there. Anthony Joshua doesn't, I don't think, get as much stick, but matchroom they haven't got, I don't think they've got as much stick as some of the golfers going or announcing they're going to live. Because they're sort of individuals, almost. Formula One, I don't know how much yeah, grief they get. Formula One. Yeah, it, it, it's strange because I think it's, they just kind of get sent there. And where it's an individual, so, I don't know. They they seem to pick on the individuals a lot more and the golfers uh, seem to got it. But it's, it's created this crazy divide at the moment, which... Um, it's been yeah. quite toxic. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Beef, tell us tell us about your podcast. Uh, well, basically, I'm, me and uh, John Robbins are 
creating the world's greatest golf club, Beef's Golf Club. <laughs> I love that. So, so yeah, the idea is we've built this big imaginary golf club, which would have all the things we want in there, less snobbiness, I guess, and more fun things and all different types of golf course. And we have a chat about a different topic every week and get some fun guests on and talk about their golf and, and just have a laugh. And I didn't want it to be something where it's so serious all the time. It's just about golf. It's about funny things that happen in golf, people who love playing golf, and let's just have a laugh. And that's what that's what sports should be, I think. There's definitely some great stories to be had from, from golfing. Even for me, like straight away, I just think about when I nearly killed Lee Dixon with a shank. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. It, it, so I was playing with Lee Dixon and George Graham, and, they, um, and it was it was hammering down, and it, and I got a four iron in me, and they'd hit their shots, and they were just they were just I don't know why, but they were like they got their heads down a little bit, and they were walking ahead, and I went for this four iron, and I absolutely full swinged it, shanked it, and I see it going straight for Dico, and I shouts Dico, and is he he got his brother like this? I swear to you, he turned around like that to look. And he said he could see the pimples of the ball getting bigger because it was going straight at his head. It hit the shaft of the brolly, shattered the shaft. And luckily, he was okay. But otherwise, that would have been like straight in his face. Four iron, full pelt. Oh, my God. Just, yeah, honestly. I'll never forget that. And I'm like, oh, my God. I nearly killed Lee Dixon. <laughs> You can hear more of that chat with Beef right here later on in the week, or you can watch it in full on our YouTube channel. Plus, we'll be back on Sunday to preview England's first game of the World Cup against Iran. So we'll see you all then. This is a Listening Dog Media Production. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.